Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about how to work for an indecisive boss. Mm -hmm. We'll start with a question from someone who works at a small company where the owner keeps changing direction, depending on the last person she spoke with. (laughs) We'll go on and discuss how to manage up when the boss can't make up their mind. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Yeah. this situation can be so frustrating. Yeah. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Yeah, I have a client like this, and I know by the time she gets to me, she's spoken to so many other people, and I'm listening <laughs> to everyone else's point of view. All right. I work for this. Oh, so here's a question. Here it is. Here's the question that um, was sent in. I work for a busy, small business, and the owner is really nice, but she drives me crazy. She can't make a decision without running it by everybody. Even then, she may change her mind at the last minute. I'm head of product development, and depending on who she speaks to last, she has a new idea about what I should be doing and where I should be focusing our efforts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the one hand, working for her is a great opportunity to gain experience. On the other hand, I never know when the plan is going to change. What should I do? Oh, boy. I think you should take anti-anxiety medication. Well, I think you have to know the facts, first of all, that this person does not trust their own opinion, or maybe they don't have an opinion. I don't know, but that they're going to run every decision by hopefully intelligent people, but who knows? It could be everyone they run into. It could be the cashier in the supermarket. I mean, I don't know, but- you know, when this person has a decision, I've seen these people, when this person has a decision to make, that's all this person can think about. Yeah. And, and she runs it by everybody she comes in contact with. Um, you know, you can't really, you're not in a position to pin this person down. You're not their business partner. You know, you get paid by this person. So mm-hmm. you're not in a position to say, well, but last week you said this, and this is yeah. what I'm do you can't really do that so i guess write everything in pencil yes right because it's gonna change yeah you know i'm just remembering kathy we wrote about this kind of boss and working for you isn't working for me the boss book that we wrote and we said exactly what you said put write everything in pencil and just understand, unfortunately, that this is the job. The job yeah. is to keep shifting gears as they yeah. change their mind. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to address one thing you say in your question here, which is that it's a great opportunity to gain experience. I'm not I'm not 100% sure you're gaining the kind of experience you think you're going to gain. I think the experience you're going to gain is how to work with this kind of a person. Yes. You may not actually get to do the quality work that you think you're going to do Yeah. because, you know, it may take a while till that decision is finally made. And I mean, I'm guessing at a certain point, this person must stick to a decision because right. Otherwise they wouldn't have a business. Right. That's right. 
That's right. But I think the bigger the decision, the more conversation it's going to take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, how do you know when they're done and when they have finally made a decision? They probably have made a decision and stopped talking about it and they've moved on to another thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I think that you do have to learn how to manage up and you do have to learn, you, you know, you can't be tough on them, but you do have to say, you know, it looks to me like you probably haven't spoken to everyone. Why don't you talk to this one? Why don't you talk to that one? And if you'd like to include me in the conversation, that could be helpful. And then maybe you can steer some of those conversations. Oh, Kathy, that's so clever. Well, if they'll allow it, yeah. you know, because some of these conversations may be social. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's one of the things you could do in managing them. Um, and also, you know, you can't go back. You can't say, look, last week you said this and now you're saying this because, you know, they'll, they'll have a good reason. Yeah. What I was so, thinking up a la managing up is that I think you just have to constantly check in with this person too, yeah. right? As there, so we talk about in working with you is killing me managing up. You meet with your boss on a regular basis. This kind of boss, I think you have to meet with daily and say, you know, from yesterday, here was what I was going to do. I need to check in with you to make sure this is the direction you still want me to go in. Yeah. Uh, and make sure that there's, you know, there's nothing else that's sort of interfering with your ideas about this. And then I'm going to proceed. So let's like constantly checking all along the way. Yeah. Move forward. Yeah. And, you know, the per the last person that gets their ear, that's kind of problematic also, because you don't know who that last person is going to be. It could be somebody in the company who's aggressive. Yeah. So you're going to have to make a decision at, at a certain point. How much am I going to put up with mm. of this? Um, and you're going to have to see, I mean, do they do this with absolutely everything or, yeah. you know, to some things they don't care about and maybe you can just work on. I, I think that this is going to take some thought, whether you're really learning the right skills. Yes. Because this kind of, this kind of person is not really managed. They own the company. They're mm -hmm. going to do what they're going to do, and they don't trust their own decision making. Yeah, right. They don't. It's they. If they had a gut, they're not able to access it. Right. They're not yeah. able to access their real sense of what needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, people like this. So I have a client like this. I mean, she does have a gut, but she'll go against it. Mm -hmm. She can't trust herself. She just needs a lot of confirmation. So is that something you could do as well with this kind of boss that you, um, because they exist in companies, larger companies as well. Do you say you made this decision yesterday and I think you have a really good sense of what should be, how we should move forward. I mean, could you re in a way reinforce what you think are their better decisions, Kathy? I think you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Because they may hear that as a criticism uh -huh. and they may say, you know, I'm talking to very smart people. I'm, I'm gathering, you know, intellectual information from the smartest people. Like they may attack you for that and not like that. Yeah. So you have to be really careful. Um, I would again say, you know, I would like to be in those conversations if possible mm -hmm. um, so that you can hear, because, you know, people don't have all the information. They're just going to give their best guess. Yeah. Unless, you know, they're real advisors that do know all the information. 
Um, but my guess is that they just talk to everybody. They yeah. Just, they don't, they don't feel secure in their decision-making and this is the way they do it. Um, yeah. I, ultimately, I don't think you can withstand too much of this, maybe a year. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the thing from an, in, from a psychological point of view, what can be hard about this as well is that you then feel like your boss never trusts you to carry things yeah. out properly. Right. So you right. feel like they're not just second guessing their own decisions. They're second guessing your decisions and your actions. So it can really wear on, it can really, I think, generate long-term anger and resentment because yeah. you feel as if they're not respecting your expertise. So, I mean, honestly, this kind of person never and ultimately succeeds. Uh-huh. You know, because this is a big part of being a leader is decision-making. Yeah. And, you know, you have to go with your gut. If you make, if you made a wrong decision, just make another decision and you you learn by your own mistakes this person's almost afraid to make mistakes yes so they're constantly looking for reassurance and guidance and i think that's very immature all right and so what we're saying is if you are working with this kind of an indecisive boss whether they're a business owner or someone in a large department who can't make a decision mm -hmm. um that First, you just write everything in pencil or, you know, even if you're texting, emailing, you just, but consider everything to be a temporary idea yeah. or a temporary plan. Second, you get used to adjusting, going with the flow. Third, and I think a really great idea is to try to insert yourself in the conversations that this person is having so that at least you can vet some of the opinions that they may be culling from authorized and unauthorized sources. Yeah. And, you know, secretly behind the scenes, you could be moving forward on what you think is the best decision. It's tricky. You don't know that, you know, you, where you think they're going to ultimately fall because yeah. it is the best decision. But you got to be prepared that that might not be ultimately where it goes. Yeah. So I think this is a very, very frustrating situation. I don't think it's a really good situation. Yeah. And I don't think it's productive for most people's careers. Sorry to say. <laughs> so in a sense, it's in, it sounds like it's take what you can get, take the experience yeah. that, that you can get and essentially get out as soon yeah, as you can. I, I think so. Okay. Unless you see this person maybe maturing and getting better, you know, yeah. if they can get some executive coaching, if that is a possibility that might be able to help them, they may be able to learn. Yeah. to make decisions. Um, but I don't think you're in a position, this person is not in a position to educate them. That's right. Sorry. I feel terrible saying that. Um, and, the, you know, look, if they're good talkers, they could, you know, hang on for a while and do okay. But ultimately, I don't think you're going to learn much. Yeah. All right. Well, and probably we'll grow to us to resent them. <laughs> that one I can guarantee. <laughs> yeah. And they have high turnover, right? Usually they do. It's true. I've seen actually, ironically, some successful entrepreneurs or business owners who have this quality, but they usually have like one person who anchors them. 
And so if they don't have that, then you're right. There's very little that you or anyone else is going to do to, you know, steer the ship in in a clear direction. Yeah. Yeah. They need some, they need a coach. They need someone who can call them on this and help them get beyond it. Have you ever coached this kind of uh, person? Yeah, they're very difficult because they'll go and ask everyone else about what you say. (laughs) They talk to a lot of people. Yes. Uh, And it's the way they learn. I get that. But they don't know how to pull the trigger themselves. Yeah. And they avoid a lot of important decision making. All right. So I guess you were looking, you really need to look and see ultimately if this person is chronically indecisive. Yeah. And if that's the case, then get what you can and get out. Yeah. Sorry. Send us some more questions. <laughs> that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.